Blog Talk Radio. Great join. Good afternoon, my friend. The Nepalese Meditation Bowl is chiming, centering your mind and delight on the art of the CEO. The show that brings you the most fascinating and the most helpful people in the business community from around this terrestrial orb. I am Bart Jackson, your host and the Hieronymus Bosch of business with today's focus, stepping well, stepping into that first job, whether you're or whether you're just out of school or you're coming back after a long hiatus, let's give let's get a few tips on what to do and certainly what not to. And so today, faster than the disappearance of your first paycheck, we've got a list of do's and don'ts and disciplines as you enter this new launch point of what is definitely going to be a meteoric rise in your career. So plunging right in, the first definite do uh, has comes from actually a couple of people, the heads of, of Sobol, uh, CPA firm, marketing mentor, and uh, two folks from the Society of Human Resource Management. All of these folks said the number one thing to do is to get to know as many co-workers as well and as rapidly as possible when you first join the job. And it, it just makes sense makes sense. Get social. You know, go out to lunch. Uh, pick up the first check. Uh, have drinks after work. Make a date to go running or walking uh, at lunch. Don't spend too long. You, but get to get social and tr- get to know these people as people. It's they, they're, You're going to be spending most of your day with them. And people just work better with people they know. And the next step is that after I know you a while, I'm going to trust you. And this is the very best thing that you can do in business, for trust is everything. And while you're at it, keep your eye open for potential mentors. That fellow who doesn't seem to mind talking with you, but also has a lot of really worthwhile information to impart. And I, that is something that can really help ease you all into the system very quickly. So, all righty, as... Uh, that's a little aperitif for today's Feast of Wisdom. And so whether you are starting off your career as a construction worker with an eye toward your own uh, business uh, launch up like Al, or if you're a veteran presentation coach who has been voted the local business person of the year, like Miss Eileen Sennett in Plainsboro, congratulations, Eileen, pull up your chair a little closer and allow the art of the CEO to help your career thrive and your adventures flourish. And in fulfilling my duties as a proper host, before you enticingly is laid a few utensils for our feast. And first utensil, as I always do, allow me to remind each of you hearing my voice that the good Lord has gifted you with the title and the privileges of Chief Executive Officer of yourself. And that's really the most important position you'll ever hold in your career. So please allow me to ask, will this be the day that you get a better picture of yourself? Talk to a safe non-workplace friend and seek their impressions of your manners and your work and your attitudes just to find out. Or uh, will you continue with that joyful illusion that everyone just loves you and happily adjusts their lives to yours? (laughs) The choice is truly yours. And as a second utensil, 
Let's steep our lips in a little laughter and take a scriptural recitation from the 101 Best Business Quips book. So I'm pulling it out here, and I'm thumbing through. Okay, this this is good. This is number 62. The CEO asks, can he perform the job? Oh, this is about job candidates, excuse me. Um, the CEO asks, can the job candidate perform the job well? The CFO says, can he do it cheaply? His co-workers ask, is he a nice guy? And HR asks, are his shoes shined? <laughs> and as an afterthought, we know one nationally renowned marketer who was red flagged for a job um, when the pre-screening software disallowed her use of the term digital instead of its own programmed online. It, you know, it's just time to smash the machines and break the ancient Procrustean molds and start having people, real people, interview relevant ideas for real people face-to-face. Just a thought. And if you smirked a bit over that quip, we have them literally by the books full. So just go uh, to your little computer and visit bartsbooks.com. That's B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S.com. Pick up your copy of the 101 Best Business Quips, and you too can be the clever-tongued, green-eyed envy of all the chain gang at work. <laughs> and as a third utensil, oh, perhaps we should call this uh, quite appropriately the novice knife, We're, we proffer you the answer to last week's business quotation. That is, who is the na- the, what is the name of the author who no- once noted, a successful man is someone who can make more money than his wife can spend, and a successful woman is a woman who can find such a man. <laughs> I love that. Well, anyway, that those words were spoken... Um, by none other than the venerated screen actress Lana Turner. And later, who, by the way, I might add, made uh, an infinite fortune more than, than uh, any of her husbands. And later on in the show, blurting your way will come another enriching quotation. And if you are among the learned souls who knows the author of this quote, just jot down that sage's name as you believe him or her to be and email it right off to info at bartsbooks.com. That's I-N-F-O at B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S dot com. And if you are correct, your knowledge will earn you a marvelous gift freshly disemboweled from the dungeons of Bart's Books Bookstore. So, with utensils in hand, may you carry on well and continue looking at all the marvelous do's and the wonderful don'ts for those making their first foray into the workplace. And number two is uh, a definite and a don't and it's also a heaping help of comfort don't do not sweat and regret your every move yes you are the new guy yes business is a place of judgment and you are being judged but first of all this is only one of probably six or seven jobs you hold in your life and you will let it will last somewhere between 3.4 and four years on average so it's it's you haven't gone into a convent. You, you, it's not a life commitment. Uh, you can change. But the other thing is to, to really remember is if you just enter with a warm heart and a will to work, those, those are the two big ingredients, enter with those, you have my personal guarantee that everything else will fall into place. 
thousands of people dress wrongly for the first day. And virtually everyone, including my wife's husband, in fact, especially my wife's husband, says something really stupid to bosses and coworkers within the first week. You're a newcomer. You're going to do it. But just think for a moment. How do you treat newcomers? Well, if you're like most, you treat them with a, with a little forgiveness and a little understanding, and so is everybody going to else. So, and, and by the way, while we're on the subject of don'ts, let's add a codicil. Let's make this two A's to help you from making stupid mistakes. Do not concentrate on rank and placement. Your boss, the, the, the company CEO, the star performer in your department, all of these are people putting on their pants or skirts just like you do, seeking appreciation and a kind word and some individual that's showing some interest in their work. That's what they want. That's what you want. They're just like you. And I've got to tell you that uh, this was one of my biggest blunders when I first started work. I had everybody compacted into into hierarchies, and I, I treated them as as in varying ranks of nobility, and it, it was it was it made just a lot of misery for me. And so, so take it from someone who's done so much wrong. Uh, watch out. And just remember that everyone is people. And I think that, well, as you say, as I've heard so many people say, it, it should be fun. You know, have a little have a little fun at work. And the third, or third on the list of do's and don'ts, this comes from Mr. David Gere, who's a director at Deloitte Consulting, and it has... That was well. I heard that recently from him, but it it has reverberated I, all the way into India. The, uh, the CEO of, of McCormick Spices, when I was talking with talking with Sushama Shikar, I always get this. Excuse me, Sushama Shrikandant, uh is a marvelous woman. And but it, it's something that they have felt. It's sort of a generational caveat. Do learn to figure out and to think for yourself. Do spend time and study and to work through a problem. Uh, so many people, Dave and Sushima and, and many have said that today's business community is swamped with an entire generation that grew up with a, a handheld device and the quest for the rapid-fire answer. And so many folks, really, they're, they're addicted to this. They've lost the ability to work and puzzle through uh, something and they want to look it up fast. They want to get the answer fast. And, you know, getting uh, getting answers is a lot like getting married. It's better to be right than be speedy. And so uh, if you've just, uh, if you've just got a problem facing you, the do not instantly email the boss and say, how do I handle this? But rather... Give it your best shot. Try it on your own. And um, you, if you've just pulled up your chair, by the way, uh, to join me at the Groaning Board of Wisdom, you are listening to The Art of the CEO, which every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time streams magically through the mightily misunderstood realms of cyberspace, where you may listen and download uh, this 
this and all our episodes by visiting blogtalkradio.com slash the art of the CEO. Yes, that's blogtalkradio.com slash the art of the CEO. And so if uh, you're taking your competitive edge through, uh, uh, if you want to get that competitive edge, why not take the time to study through a problem? Why, um, rather than texting the boss 38 times, just think, you'll be the, one of the very few who doesn't, and that could be a great help. Now, number four uh, is, I think this is sort of a, this is a conversational, no, do not, never, ever, ever do this. <laughs> and it, it's, it's a, such an easy habit to fall into. If you are young, and if you are just out of school, do not let your, center, your conversation center around the old college days. It marks you as an outsider, and it also marks you as very wet behind the ears. You really don't want to do that. And if you're old, by the way, do not, do not for, uh, refer constantly to how things used to be done in the good old days. That's, uh, or, or even in the bad old days, or how tough you had to work at that. No one needs to hear your age branding, and you just set yourself up again as a person apart. Rather, come on as someone who is who has their own confidence and who comes through as someone who is willing to offer and give some help rather and talk about what they're interested in, what other people are interested in, which means, first, don't patter on with your little feet. Ask them about what interests them. Anyway, oh, yes, one other <laughs> little thing. When they do tell you about what they do, do not reply with, yeah, my parents do that sort of thing also. No, no, no. And if I have to explain it, <clears throat> you shouldn't be in that job, whatever it is. <laughs> so, anyway... Moving on, we are going to move into do and don't number five, and this is a definite do. Get, uh, if it's possible, get a glimpse of the company before you enter as an employee. Uh, go to the break room if it's possible. Just meet with some of the fellows uh, who are in one department. Go, go see the woman who's going to be your department head. But, uh, and one of this is going to. One of the things this is going to really help you do is it's going to help you dress better and dress most appropriately. You know, it's really funny. Most uh, books on uh, that, that advise college uh, graduates on getting a job, they say, you know, remove all body piercings, remove all makeup, and be exquisitely formal in your dress and so on and so on. Well, that, that may generally work in probably the majority of places, but it may not work where you are. I have a very dear friend who works at a computer game. Um, well, they call it a factory. And they grind these computer games out in, in big, groupy teams that sort of form and disband uh, rapidly. And everybody is dresses to, I would say, more to express. And you don't want to be seen as someone who is above all trying to conform 
but rather someone who is is expressing themselves. It depends on the my my point here is it depends on the job. It depends on the workplace, the culture, and the feel. And that's the other thing is if you can talk to people, you'll get a feel for the conversation. Um, certain things will be mentioned, certain things will not be. Uh, and it, so that if you can get that first look at your surroundings, and if you can't, uh, go to the website or go to their client's website or uh, and look at, uh, see if you can find some pictures of of people at work and see how they're dressed that might help you a little bit and again i my own personal rule that i always love is dress uh as in the same mode as the people whose job you're you're uh, taking aim at so <laughs> go go to the people one notch up all righty um now this is Bart Jackson, and we are partaking of the Feast of Wisdom on the Art of the CEO radio show, streaming live from blogtalkradio.com. And with your head filling up gently with our career launch wisdom, I hope, um, I think it's time to take a brief sorbet and allow me to introduce to you the company by whose good graces we are here this day. And that firm is Prometheus Publishing creator of, among many other divisions, Bart's Books, Ultimate Business Guides. Now, you may visit bartsbooks.com, that's B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S.com, and you can explore a wide wealth of very practical wisdom from many good business masters. And this very day, Prometheus Publishing would like to center your focus on one of those business masters and a book that he has written that uh, called Accountability the key to driving a high-performance culture. It's done, written by Greg Buston, and what makes this this business tool so valuable is Greg's accountability uh, all begins and hinges on character. That is, he is setting, he is advising people to develop their own character, and of course, this will lead to their accountability to the various individuals and the processes uh, within the workplace. So he, Greg really uses a multifaceted approach. He guides leaders into both enhancing and honing the qualities of themselves. And then he points out the applicable avenues to inspire such uh, quality improvement in other members of your team. And I, I, would, I just found it very refreshing to see this long-forgotten element of achievement uh, brought back to the fore. Uh, the personal character is something which we all need to develop. So whether you're in business or not, study that volume, and I think you'll enjoy it. And also, if you enjoyed today's quip and you say, gee, I'd like to have a new laugh and a bit of ponderment flung at me every week, we invite you to visit bartsbooks.com homepage, and right there, you may click on that little blue mailbox and subscribe absolutely free to Bart's Books Quips, and by the eternal enigma of email, you will receive a nice new dose of laughter and wisdom uh, right through your portal every week. And speaking of things flinging your way, uh, do lend your listening ear to more of our workplace practices that you want to develop because we've got some pitfalls and pratfalls that you definitely want to avoid. And But one of the very definite do's I think that I would uh, like to bring up now is 
that you want you do want to develop yourself as a personality around work and by that i mean of course you want to be known as a hard worker and a caring considered person and get your get your projects in on time and so forth and so on just like mommy taught you but you also want to be seen as a whole person and by this i uh may i suggest that you bring your yourself into work but casually and occasionally that, that is your outside self um I had a friend, Agatha Scoza. She did this brilliantly. She was both a rock climber and a skier, and she used to post pictures. She had a marvelous picture of herself, spread face on El Capitan, an amazing shot. Um, so she was a great rock climber, and it was, became a conversation starter, and people could talk about this. But she, as, as I say, she was also a skier, and this is, I, I really like what she did. She would, she had a big... Um, on the outside of her, on her wall, just outside of her door, she had, uh, in winter, she would post a list of the ski sites and the conditions they were each week. And some of the people in the firm were skiers. It was just a nice way of giving and a nice way of sharing and also a nice way of showing what it is you do. And it makes you sort of, it makes you known. If, if nothing else, you become, uh, oh, that girl in accounting who... You know, who does the skiing? You know, who does the rock climbing? And so if, if nothing else, it gives, you, it gives them a handle. So it's, it's not just good self-promotion. It's a nice way of, of, again, having people see you as a whole self. And don't forget to bring that whole self to work and, and all the problems. Please do. It's uh, one of the most valuable things you can do. So, And probably, I would say, the very, very best voodoo thing that you can do so well uh, is number seven is to learn every aspect of your company not just what you do so so go forth and explore uh, look at every task that's done find out what tasks are done find out its cost look at every product know its sales figures not just the ones you work with find out who the contractors are the clients and don't don't be afraid to talk to them. Find their gripes and their wants. All this is gathering yourself a whole picture of the business. And if you don't believe this is valuable, let me share with you the story of young Shari Shapiro. She stepped into her first job in her uncle's print shop. And she absolutely felt, oh boy, they're going to see me as, as the nepotistic uh, do-nothing relative that's just been hired in. Well, she banished all that. She went around to everybody and she and with an, uh, an interest and enthusiasm found out what everybody in that print shop was doing. She says, oh, okay. So so this is uh, this is embroidering and, and, this, and that how it's done. Boy, I bet that's difficult. She learned every single aspect of that job. She learned who the clients were and as a result three years down the road that uh, shop when happened to through a, through a death in the family and uh, it uh, went it had to close its doors uh, or face bankruptcy and it still had uh, when it closed down it had eight hundred thousand dollars worth of clients uh, projects left to do sherry was able to step in 
and manage every one of those products. She took them, she fulfilled them, and set the business back on its own course. And I won't even couldn't even begin to tell you what she's done to to remake it over and herself, which is a whole other story. Now I pass this on to you because every bit of information you find out about your company is going to be something worth hanging on to, and it's it's just common sense. And besides, you know what's going to happen when you do that. You're going to find yourself taking a greater interest. You're going to see where you fit into it. And you're going to have the most important thing about this business. You're going to have more fun at it. <laughs> so why not? Uh, Got to explore. You just don't, don't spend all your time uh, just hunkered on your own stuff. Look around. And okay, let's come to another one. This is uh, a definite don't. I would say it's a definite don't. And it's don't... Put yourself forward, or push yourself forward too early in the game. And my favorite story about this is a very dear friend of mine, and I won't mention Alan's name, that he tried to impress uh, the board of directors. And, and this was a large company. It had over 4,000 employees. He tried, he tried to impress the board by writing a list of suggestions to the board chair after he had been employed for three weeks <laughs> and he, he looks back on that and he says i was very young i didn't quite get it i thought i owned the world <laughs> and but it you, you see the point there uh i'd love to know how how the board chair chuckled over that one but but uh at meetings it's the same thing when you first come in at a uh, at a meeting don't don't uh, there's a tendency to want to sort of storm the fort and and you know, take take charge and show them. Look at me, I'm the new guy. I got power. Eh, wait, wait a minute. Let yourself be asked at that first meeting your opinion of things. Give it a a little standoff. And I I think, uh, believe me, you are the newcomer. They will ask you, and I it's it's always nicer to have everybody turn to you. Uh, you just end up being listened to a little bit more, and. Uh, okay, let's move on to another one, and this one is a definite do. Do, 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 and enough. A lot of first people don't do this when they, they get into the job. Look around and join a professional organization. And there's, and not just, it, maybe not just one. You may want to join the one, the professional organization where your boss or uh, one of the main supervisors uh, belongs to it. It gives you a chance to meet them on a more personal, uh, friendly, outside the business level. But keep your eyes on the on on the professional organizations that others are joining. Look around, and first of all, professional organizations are the ideal job finder. They are also probably the most rapid source of uh, industry news, whatever your industry is. I was amazed when I first went to uh, the uh, New Jersey Society of uh, prof Professional Editors, and then I, then I added, uh, joined the one in New York um, very shortly after. And it's, uh, I learned so much about that. that was where I, I started out, and uh, it, it made it just gave me a, an overview. You need a good overview of your career. And so I hardly recommend do that. Oh, and by the way, first of all, it gives you prestige. And when you when you go to it, sit down for a few meetings. But if you're ever, when, when the time is right, join 
you know, volunteer your services. Say, I'll, I'll, I'd like to be on such and such a committee. And as a hint, the membership committee is always the best one because that's how you get to meet all the other people. And um, Or the, the program committee is always good because you get to meet the, mo- the most fascinating speakers. But uh, join in and, and lend an aid. Don't just sort of be, be wallpaper back there. And uh, finally, uh, we have a couple more. Oh, Lord, the list goes on forever. But let me just say, um, don't hide. It's a big no. Don't just do your work. Uh, your work may speak for itself, but it will not speak for you. You have to do a little uh, self-promotion. And you, you don't want to brag. It's just, I think the easiest way to do this, the way I've best seen this done, is to just casually note to others what you're working on. And a, a good trick on this is is to, when you're just about finished something you're working on, uh, ask your boss a question or two. Uh, say, I, I just want to make sure I'm doing this this right, uh, Sarah. What what do you think about this aspect of the report that uh, that I'm working on? And it's it's very very uh, complimentary to them, but it also it makes everyone aware that a you are working, but what you're working on, and when it comes through, you'll you'll find that that credit will naturally come to you. It also is is probably the best business idea copyright. If if people know if other people know what you're working on, uh, someone else is not going to uh, take all the credit for the work you've done. It's that simple. And uh, as a final one, um, I would just say conversely, share all the time, all the information that you have. Uh, If you find out, I I had a boss when I first started working, Herb Ballinger, marvelous guy. He would sit down at the end of each day and call two or three people and just offer them some information. And... uh, uh, you can offer a website, you can offer uh, a name, a contact, or just some, some interesting article you've read. Don't feel don't uh, feel shy about passing something on, and certainly don't make yourself in uh, information silo. So, and finally, did I mention about you know working hard, getting early, staying late, uh, and even better than working hard, working smart? No, no, I, I don't need to. To do that, I, no need to mention that because you already know it. Why waste your time? Forgive me for even bringing it up. And so, as we round out today's feast, uh, I will let you know that I am Bart Jackson, your curator of business wisdom, leaving you with today's business quotation. And since this one time, because we are just a few hours past Memorial Day, that is the day we've set aside to remember those men and women in the military who have sacrificed ultimately for us, I would like to leave on a serious note and quote the final sentences of probably the most deserving and tribute ever made to these fallen individuals of honor. And of course, you will know who closed this brief speech. Uh, his brief speech at Gettysburg with these words. You know this president, I'm quite sure. And he, as he, he closed his speech with, it is for us the living, rather, to be dedicated here to the unfinished work which they who, who fought here have thus so far nobly advanced. It is rather for us to be here dedicated to the great task remaining before us 
that from these honored dead, we take increased devotion to that cause for which they gave their last full measure of devotion. That we here highly resolved that these dead shall not have died in vain, and that this nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom, and that the government of the people, for the people, by the people, shall not perish from the earth. As I said, I'm sure you know the author of that. If you don't, rush to find out. And if you do know, send that author's name to info at bartsbooks.com, and we will gladly uh, give you uh, some uh, a gift from us in response. And as a parting shot, in the words of my wife's husband, every revolution begins with one person. And to those of you uh, who have been gleefully sharing our feast, I hope you've enjoyed The Art of the CEO uh, as, as much as uh, we've enjoyed bringing it to you. And remember that you may download all our shows at blogtalkradio.com slash theartofthecEO. And to you who have honored us with your time, may I say, as always, it has been a privilege. I thank you.